Let's go. How about those Philadelphia 76ers? Oh, my God. What an ending. What an absolute wild night here for the Sixers on a night where, look, there was no Joel Embiid. You're going up against one of the best teams in the Western Conference. You both are the hottest teams in the month of January. And yet you come in here with the with a gutsy performance. You take all the way to the water, go into overtime, and, and you, you, you duke one out. You finally duke one out. You get a big 122 to 119 victory here for the Sixers over those uh over those Memphis Grizzlies. And I'll tell you what, this to me. By far the best victory of the season for the Philadelphia 76ers. We've had a lot of good ones, especially on a tough season that we've had with Ben Simmons trying to ruin our season, COVID injuries, and, and this team is just still like the mental toughness, the mental build of this team. It is truly remarkable here. I didn't want to see overtime, but we got it and we got the dub. And and I think to me, not so much the extra win on the win win loss column of this of the uh of the standings, but I think to me, this was a win that gave the Sixers that look that they needed or that that feeling that they needed that they can compete with the best of the best and that is very contagious going forward here for the rest of the season. Uh, listen, this is this was a good one. I'm excited. There should be no negativity going on here tonight. We'll talk about this game, my thoughts um, over, over the Sixers getting a big win over the Memphis Grizzlies. Before we dive in, ladies and gentlemen, real quick, make sure you guys hit that like button so we can push that out there. And, of course, if you are a Philly sports fan, consider joining the family and subscribing. We talk Philly sports all the damn time here. Uh, so consider joining the family and subscribing. And, of course, you can find these wherever you stream podcasts as well. We've rebroadcast them into podcast form. You can find it under Oin Philly Sports. You can find that wherever you stream podcasts from Apple, Google, and Spotify. Leave a rating and a subscription as well. And, of course, we got TikTok in the building. What's happening, TikTok? Keep smashing that screen. Keep tapping that screen away, guys. Uh, of course, we're talking Sixers and the Grizzlies here tonight. And, of course, if you are a Philly sports fan or a fan of the Sixers, sports fan in general, Follow on in as we talk sports all the damn time here as well. So let's get it. Let's get straight to it here tonight, guys. I say uh, before we get in, I want to talk about the Joel Embiid stuff. So obviously, it came out this morning by Keith Pompey that Joel Embiid will wasn't going to play tonight. Um, he needed rest. Uh, you know, this season he hasn't gone too much on the load management. That's something that pissed off a lot of people last year. Uh, but he needed rest. I, I don't know how else to put it bluntly for you guys. Like. I get it. We need him every night. Um, I guess we don't really need him every night after what we saw tonight. But look, the dude has been putting the team on his back all season long. And the last two games were not, I, to me, weren't Joel Embiid type performances. I know he had what, like 35 or 36 against the uh, Kings. He had 26 against the Lakers. Not terrible numbers, but you could tell like he was gassed, especially in those, that Lakers game. You could tell he's gassed. He's been putting in a lot of serious overtime here for the Sixers. And it is definitely tough for anyone. So I get it. Like if you go, if you bought tickets for the Sixers and Grizzlies, you're thinking in the top of your mind that like this is going to be a great uh, performance. You got John Morant, Joel Embiid, like the stars galore on this type of performance or type of uh, type of matchup here. But I want Joel Embiid to be for the playoffs. This game really does not matter. In hindsight, 2020, when you're thinking about going past the, past the regular season, going into the playoffs. So this was much deserved rest here. If you're upset that Joel Embiid's not showing up for a game that you wanted to go to, that's the risk you take when you buy tickets. You can't expect that Joel Embiid's going to play on the game that you bought tickets for. That's part of the that's part of the whole get up there. So to me, I think it was I thought it was the right move. Um, at the right time, and, and I and I like the message it said, like, all right, we're gonna go up against one of the best teams in the Western Conference. 
You guys got to buckle down and show up and play some team ball. And I like the plan that they put together, and I thought it worked out very well. Right from the jump in this game, the Sixers definitely showed that they were not looking to to just lay around um, and give a good effort against the Kings and lose. And, and you can clearly tell that they went on a little bit of a run there all behind uh, Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey really were the key clogs of the Sixers team throughout this whole entire game. But they really set the tone bright and defensively. Sixers set the tone early. When you got Matisse Eibel, uh, right? John Morant, we all know he his game is pretty simple. Uh, he's an old school style of guard who can shoot a little bit, but you know he likes to cut and slash and go into the ba- to the to the basket. That's what he likes to do. He likes to charge into the basket. And that's what he does. When Matisse Thibel, or when he goes tries to go baseline and try to get a layup on Matisse Thibel, where he likes to usually go, Matisse hits the block. That set the tone right there. That block right in the first quarter by Matisse Thibel set the tone for this game. And I really felt like the Sixers team defense was on point here tonight. I thought Tobias had a really stellar defensive play as well. Andre Drummond had obviously to be the rim protector. And going up against Steven Adams, who is extremely strong, I thought he did a solid job as well. And I thought overall the team defense really set the tone for this game. Um, that's what kind of ensued. And on the other side, it made things easier for for uh, for Tyrese and for Tobias to kind of knock down the shots. And, of course, we had some bench players here tonight that kind of appear for Philadelphia Sixers. But, of course, uh, the Grizzlies, I, I knew this as well. The Grizzlies weren't just going to go away. Like, that's just not how they play. They eventually would start to come back. Uh, the third quarter, uh, they really made that. Or I would say close to the end of the second quarter, they really made the comeback. We, we went into halftime. I believe the Sixers were up only four points. And they really cut down that lead. They, the Sixers got up as as much as 17 points. They really took it to the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. But kudos to the Grizzlies who kind of started getting back to rhythm. John Morant started finding his way. He definitely got a little frustrated in that first and second quarter. But that's John Morant. You're not going to keep John Morant away for long. Like that's just not going to happen, right? So in that second, in that uh, in that third quarter, the Grizzlies started making their runs again. And this was a nice back and forth battle throughout the second half. It was back and forth, shot for shot. It, it was a lot of freaking fun. If you're a basketball purist, this is the type of game you wanted to tune in. And I heard on Twitter a lot of NBA players, uh, current and former, were tweeting out this game, watching this game. This was definitely the best game of the night. Probably going to be the best game of the week. I have to look at the rest of the NBA schedule. But this was de- a damn near good, uh, impressive performance by both teams. And again, I'm going to keep iterating this. There was no Joel Embiid on the night for this to be that exciting. But in fact, that's kind of what we uh, got. Went all the way down to the freaking wire. Uh, we were down now to 111, uh, 111. Danny Green made some key uh, tough shots. Tyrese Max, he made some key tough shots to send us into OT. Um, John Morant with a lot of misses. And that's that was a, that was the uh, that was a narrative in overtime as well. Free throws, uh, layups, you name it. He it was very unorthodox of John Moran missing some of these key shots. Um, and then overtime, I mean, for between uh b- between Tyrese Max and Tobias Harris, they really got a lot of the points in overtime. And Tyrese got the 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 key the la- the four I'm sorry the last key key four points here for the Sixers in overtime were all scored by Tyrese Max. Um, and, and he had a nice dollar performance step up really when his team needed it most. I, I really felt like everyone on this team tonight really took a uh, step up, but for the Sixers in overtime, they took, they took the momentum away from the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies were not, not knocked down. Kudos to the Grizzlies because they made it all. They, they made it a close game close enough. They tied it up, uh, but in overtime, it, 
it, the Sixers were possessed. They were not going to walk out of the center without a win, and that's exactly what happened here tonight. Um, and it was definitely impressive. But let's look at some of these um, individual performances by the Philadelphia 76ers. We'll start. We'll start with the starting lineup here. Uh, Tyrese Maxey, without Joel Embiid, led the Sixers in scoring. 33 points. He was 13 of 23 from the field. He was taking those damn shots, ladies and gentlemen. He was 56 and uh, a half percent from the uh, from the field. He shot one of four from the three point line, 25 percent, six of seven from a free throw line. That's good enough for 85 percent. And we've talked about this before. This is why I said that I would prefer to see Tyrese Maxey come off the bench if we can find a trade that would work so that could happen. But when Tyrese Maxey is handling the ball, he's running the offense. And the offense is going through Tyrese Maxey. He can handle that. That's what happened earlier on in the season when Joel Embiid was out. But when he, when the offense runs through Tyrese Maxey, he's attacking the basket. That downhill uh, type of offense, that is when he's at his best. And he was killing the Grizzlies at that. He was attacking the, the rim at will. And he really was a man possessed. And, uh, and someone had to step up. No Joel Embiid tonight. That meant everyone had to take their game to the next level. And between Tyrese and Tobias Harris, that's really what happened here tonight. So we do have to talk about Tobias Harris. Look, Tobias has played a lot better over these past couple games. I don't know what that mental block was a month month ago. I feel I feel like it was now, but he's he's coming back into his own form. This is another 30-point performance here by Tobias Harris. He finished with 31 points, 12 of 25 from the field, 48%. The man took his shots. He played aggressive basketball. This is why you guys kill him every night, and he did that. He took those shots, 48% of them, 31 for, uh, 30, 31 total points. He was 2 of 5 from the three-point line, and he was perfect from the line, 5 of 5. Tonight is one of those nights, ladies and gentlemen, where he you got to give him his respect. He stepped up when we needed it, and he had a great performance here for the Philadelphia 76ers. And more importantly, the defense was big as well. Two two uh, blocks here tonight for Tobias Harris, but he was active on the uh, on that team defense, especially those switches as well. And Tobias was big on both sides of the court and as a leader. Very, I'm very very pleased with Tobias Harris, and this is what we need more from Tobias Harris. I know it is tough, especially for Tyrese and Tobias Harris, when the big man's out there. The offense runs through him. He's the most dominating force in this league. You got to run the offense through them. But that also does hinder on the rest of this team because, like we saw tonight, when they're playing as a team, they are dishing the round. Everyone is getting, uh, or is, has has a piece in the offense. That is really when they are at their best. Thirty assists tonight. They dominated that category again, and this is why I say when Joel comes back, and I don't think this is too outlandish, but that ball movement needs to still be there. Like I, I don't want to continue seeing Joel Embiid constantly feel like he needs to put up 30 by halftime in order for the Sixers to have a chance to win. No, you can facilitate the ball. Get those guys engaged. Get those guys get that get these guys' confidence up there as well. And, and with 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 the heavy ball movement, it tires out the defense and it gets these guys some shots that they can knock down. And a lot of that happened here tonight. Andre Drummond with 16 points as he had to start in place for Joel Embiid. 23 rebounds. I'm not kidding guys. 23 rebounds here. He was a rim protector nonetheless here tonight with three blocks to add on to that. What a way for Andrew Drummond to step up here tonight and be that that rim protector that the Sixers need. He played really he played really good here in place of Joel Embiid. So you're not going to replace Joel, but you can certainly certainly 
uh, produce and help this team out. Seth Curry with nine points here tonight. Um, not the best night. One of eight from the three-point line. He did make a, a key. Uh, the, the one three he made in the fourth quarter, that was obviously a key one. Uh, but for Seth, he's going to get his. Eventually, he will get his. He'll get himself another 20-point performance night. It'll, it will definitely happen. It will definitely, definitely happen here. Matisse Thibel ended out the, the starting lineup. He only had five points here tonight. Uh, only one steal and one block. Um, but look, this was one of those games where he showed up. He really made John Morant feel really uncomfortable throughout the night. Um, he made a three again, so we'll, we do have to point that out. He did make a three. Um, but this was one of those nights where Matisse Thibel's um, defense really contributed to the win here. And uh, um, his passing as well. There was one pass in the fourth quarter where um, he started double team and he splits the defense with his pass. And you got a Andre Drummond that's just uh, slashing through the uh, the center of the court from the foul line. And he finds him and Drummond gets a nice little rebound or gets a nice little layup. And this was in the fourth quarter. Um, so Batiste tonight, uh, I'm, I'm not going to criticize it here too much. I know it's five points, but I thought I thought he did a lot of the other little things here tonight. And uh, yeah, the offense is is obviously got to get better. But hey, he he did he did his part here tonight. Um, George's Niang and Danny Green uh, each had eight points here tonight. Both had two threes uh, each. Danny Green hit the that key three at the end of the uh, the fourth quarter here tonight, um, and they also produced Isaiah Joe, ladies and gentlemen. Fourteen minutes, ten points for Isaiah Joe. I don't know if that's a career, if that's a season high this year. It's it's damn well pretty up there. But Isaiah Joe's given the uh, the Sixers uh, some production there. Charlie's Charles Bassey had nine minutes backing up um, Andre Drummond. Uh, he had a nice he had a nice tough uh, that that two points he got that was a nice tough layup. I think that was an alley or that was a that was an assist from Tobias Harris if I'm not mistaken. That was a tough uh, two points that he got there. And Charlie Brown Jr. with a nice 11 seconds to, to clock in there. <laughs> hey man, he, he, we got we got we got Matisse Thibel back. We don't need too much of Charlie Brown. Charlie needs to work on that offensive game. That's a raw ass offensive game um, that he has there. That's that's for sure. Um, we like we said the assist was absolutely spectacular. When the Sixers are putting up those assist numbers, I really feel confident they can win most nights. Um, the one thing I really we like we keep beating this 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 freaking drum that I'm tired of talking about. Um, the turnovers. Turnovers are continuously being a problem when the Grizzlies are making the run back and making it interesting. That's when the Sixers started turning the ball over. But 21 turnovers compared to Sacra or Sacramento's Memphis 40 turnover. That problem and this continues to happen, especially over the past couple games. Way too many turnovers. Obviously, last game we allowed the Kings to kind of control most of the game until the fourth quarter here tonight although uh, listen I, we got the win it was a very impressive win but you cannot continue to turn the ball over at that rate that they are against the uh, listen we got lucky here tonight against a really good team against other really good teams it's going to bite you in the ass you can't gamble on that you can't gamble on the fact that you lose a turnover battle and you're still going to get the dub no nah, it just it just does not work like that uh, i will say that the sixers Perimeter defense has gotten better. Now, the Grizzlies aren't known for shooting the lights out. They do have some shooters, but they're not known to, to, you know, to, to, you know, to, to put up uh, 15 threes a night. Like, that's not what they do. But kudos to the Sixers for doing their job. Um, and the, the free throw percentage got a little bit better there uh, for the Philadelphia 76ers. Obviously, the fast break, fast paint, uh, fast break, sorry, bleh, the fast break points, they obviously lost in that category there. 
that that's obviously part to do with their turnover turnover. So again, you got to play cleaner. You have to be cleaner with the basketball. That's it's as simple as that. And uh, we'll we'll see what happens when Joel Embiid comes back, and hopefully they can fix these turnovers. But that has to get cleaned up. No excuses. Has to get cleaned up. So this is a great performance here. Um, I think this was the best performance by the Sixers all season. When you're able to welcome in the Memphis Grizzlies, one of the better teams. I was worried. There was no Dylan Brooks for the Grizzlies. That's obviously a big miss there. And he had a good game against us when we went down to Memphis earlier in the year. Um, but, you know, having John Morant, who, in my opinion, is should be part of the MVP conversation. I don't know why he's not. To me, he's an MVP candidate. Um, and we really suffocated him. Now, you're not going to keep a guy like John Morant away for too long. And obviously, it's what you saw in the second half. Uh, but the Sixers really grinded this game out. It really came down to the wire. And to have Tyree step up, Tobias step up, um, and T step up defensively, everyone, everyone really stepped up their game here tonight. Danny made some big shots. George's knee made some big shots. And this is one of those performances where, yes, you got the win. And of course, you're going to be happy with the win. But those little things, seeing guys step up, um, seeing the shooting, Look good tonight. Seeing the ball movement here tonight as well. The team defense here. You're able to keep Memphis to 20% shooting here as well tonight. Um, I, I thought overall the Sixers team did a lot of really good things that they can continue building on. And obviously we'll see when the big man comes back as well. So I'm excited, guys. And y'all should be too. Let's get to these comments, guys. I'm excited to see what you guys got to say. Start off TikTok here today. Uh, again, guys, of course, as always, TikTok, we're keeping basketball. Uh, we're, we're recapping the Sixers as they beat the Memphis Grizzlies 122 to 119 in overtime. So if you have any Sixers comments, questions, concerns, if you watch the game, bring send us over your your questions or your comments or your concerns. Or uh, if you're a basketball fan, listen, we welcome all here. So if you got any basketball topics you want to bring in here, we'll definitely welcome that as well. But let's keep it basketball, guys. I know we got a lot of football people on here, but it's all good. Uh, so as, as Vision Vic Nick starts it off. Um, Josh 31 280. What's going on, man? That was the best 76ers game. I agree. That was the best game this season. Um, I'm, I'm really trying hard to think the Chicago Bulls game was really good, both uh, in Philly and in Chicago. That was a really good game. Um, I'm trying to think of what other ones. The Brooklyn game in Brooklyn was a lot of fun as well. But when you consider the fact that the Sixers were without Joel Embiid, Memphis is a really Memphis is not not just a really good team, but it's a team that the Sixers struggle against, especially over the past couple of seasons. And even this year, a couple months ago, when we were down there in Memphis, Tobias Harris had a performance that he kind of wanted to forget. Tyrese had a good performance, but tonight he steps up and he had puts up twenty five shots. That was the game where Joel Embiid was out as well against Memphis, and he only put up twelve shots. And tonight he put up twenty five. So it's this this is definitely the best game of the season. Uh, for the Philadelphia 76ers, and we love and we love to see it, man. We love to see it. Uh, KJ, what's happening? Let's get it, man. What's going on? It's good seeing you. I haven't seen you in a while, brother. What's happening, man? Sixers with the W. Let's go. Let's go, Sixers. I love it. It's good seeing you, man. Um, Josh, so Joel did not play due to rest. He needs it, man. You can't just you can't just ride Joel and beat night in and night out. He needs that rest, especially when this man's literally carrying this franchise right now. So. Uh, I had no issues, and I thought that was a good idea to to rest Joel Embiid. And look, sent the message to the rest of the team. You can't just rely on the big every single night. And I stepped up the game plan tonight. For, I, in my opinion, from Doc Rivers was great as well. So I thought this was a good a good move here by the Sixers. 
Gainwell's checking in. Gainwell is all maxied up. What's up, man? He's got the Tyrese Maxi profile picture here on TikTok. Maxi's go to. I listen. He's he keeps he he keeps improving. You know, he keeps taking the bull by the horns. No situation's too big for Tyrese Maxi. He handles it the Tyrese Maxi way, and it's definitely it's definitely impressive, man. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock that, man. I'm not gonna knock it. You definitely like to see it. Maxi for the win. What's up, Sonny? How you doing, man? What's going on? Uh, refs, refs are biased. I mean, you guys know me. I'm not going to kill the refs unless it's 2018 Cowboys versus the Eagles. Uh, Maxi for Beal. Um, I would absolutely 120,000% do that, but it ain't going to happen. I, I don't see Bradley leaving. Um, and it's, it's funny that you brought that up because as I'm watching Tyree Smack uh, in a super press performance that got me in my seat. I know that more Sixers fans watch this game thinking to themselves, Tyrese Maxey is more and more and more untouchable. And I think this is where we go wrong because I still think that, like you said right there, Sonny, if I have the opportunity to get a Bradley Beal to Philadelphia, I don't even have to blink. I will send you Tyrese Maxey in a heartbeat because I know that Beal gets me closer to a finals than Tyrese Maxey does. We should not be getting blinded by a good story because this is a fantastic story. What Tyrese Maxey's doing is incredible. This guy is was, what, the 21st overall pick last year, and he's one of the best sophomore players right now in the NBA from the 2020 draft class. But I know he cannot take me to the NBA Finals. I just know that. But I digress because I'm going to see keep running with this, and we should not keep be we should not be down. We should be happy. We got it was a good performance. Uh, Maxi plays so much better with Bead. Uh, Micah, it's a very good, very good observation. As we talked about at the top of this, when the offense is running through Tyrese Maxi, that is when he's at his best. He's able to care, uh, handle the ball, and he's able to go downhill. It's a, it's a little tough when you got the big man down there taking up all that space. So. When the offense is running through Tyrese Maxey, he's at his most dangerous, and that is that's been proven. That's what what these guys need to figure out. These guys need to figure out how it is to play with one another, and that's going to come with time, man, and maturity. He's definitely mature for his age, that's for sure. Uh, Ben's Ben's going Tyrese Maxey for MVP. We love it, man. Hey, we love it. Let's go Sixers. Amen. Amen, man. Uh, Chris Bucks. Of course, we heard the Brady news, man. Um, Maxie's insane. He, he, he was insane tonight. That's for sure. That is for sure. Steven, we got another one who's upset with the rest here tonight. Hey man, we got the dub, man. I can't really complain, complain too much. The dub, man. All right, let's see what YouTube's got to say. Uh, still time with Mike checking on in. Clap your hands. Everybody. You see, you got to play it, Mike. You got to play the song. I love it, brother. I love it. Feels good to be COVID free. We're, we're happy to hear that you're COVID free, Mike. We love to hear that, brother. Glad to hear that, man. That game was crazy. That game was super entertaining. For all my basketball people, you guys definitely should have enjoyed this game, man. It was absolutely incredible. What's up, Logan? What's happening, man? What's going on, brother? 10, 9, 8, 76 <laughs> Let's go. What's up, Phil? What's happening? DS7 in the building. Huge win. Absolutely huge win. We love to see it, brother. What's going on? Ryan's checking on it. What's happening, Ryan? What's going on, brother? What's good? What's good, man? The Sixers went one, man. That that's that's what's good, man. Tyrese Maxey, point guard of the future. We'll see. We'll see. That's all I'll say. 
Tobias Harris did get it did getting enough to have a good shooting performance since he is increasing his value playing like an overpaid contract. Busy bias. Uh, hey, listen, he I can't I can't talk too much about the contract when he puts up performances like tonight. Defensively and off excuse me, offensively, I really felt like he did a great job here tonight uh for the Philadelphia 76ers, man. It was great. Uh Matisse Steibel had a great intensity of success with Isaiah Joe while playing 27 to 28 minutes, I think. Um, if you are talking about Matisse Thibel, um, we did not look at his minutes, but tonight Matisse Thibel put up 33 minutes and Isaiah Joe put up 14 minutes. Matisse was out there quite a bit tonight for the Philadelphia 76ers, as he should, as he should. Uh, John Morant can be a good elite all-star caliber type of Tyrese Max comparison. Interesting. To producing enough scoring and defending the point. Um, that's interesting. I, I see. Can Tyrese Maxey be John Morant? And the thing is, is like I feel like Tyrese Maxey can become an elite point guard in this league. It just how long will it take? Right. Uh to me, the the way I look at it, the Joel Embiid window at at most. At most. So right now, let me exit out of this completely forgot i believe joel Embiid right now is 28 years old my if i'm not mistaken he's 27 he's actually wow we have we're three days apart huh no wonder why i love joel Embiid. <laughs> so joel Embiid's 27 years old i believe that he has this type this level of basketball until he's 32 so that gives us five years so for five more years that's what we have can tyrese maxi within these five years, develop into an elite point guard. And I'm talking about the point guard that I want. Can he become Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal? Do we have that time to wait? That's what we have to ask ourselves. Not a bad comp, because I see like what you're saying, because obviously those guys are people, are two guards who like to attack the rim, got some speed, um, obviously tenacious, like the way Tyrese Max he throws him tonight. He threw he he went for a layup, falls on the ground with on his literally right on his shoulder with his arm back. It was it was it was rough. It was definitely rough, man. Um, Desmond Bain and John Moran outscored the 76 er starters. Yo, that was a great performance by Desmond Bain as well. I didn't even mention. Um, in the first half by 34 points, uh, taking a lot of credit from John Moran and Desmond Bain. Um. Yeah, dude. Those, I mean, those guys really stepped up for uh for Memphis. Really put up a lot of the points. I think, uh, like you mentioned, uh, Desmond put up like thirty four. I think tonight or thirty two. Desmond put up thirty four. John Moran put up thirty seven. And really, those guys were were possessed. Um. I mean, Desmond. First off, Desmond Bain. I feel like he's a little bit too big for the position he's playing. He he looks like a running back, and that's that's not really the body type that you want to have in the NBA. You want to be a little more slender, um, because of all the movement that you you have to do laterally and and vertically. Um, so, but damn, that was that was damn near great performances by him. And Desmond Bain, obviously part of that 2020 draft class as well. But those two guys really uh got it done here for the Grizzlies. Seth Curry didn't have a great shooting since he was missing a lot of open uh open shots and tried taking less shots in the next game. Um, no, I see. I think you shooters got to shoot. Seth is, is just going through a little bit of a slump right now. That stuff, that type of stuff happens. I think he'll, I think he'll get out of it. I definitely think he'll get out of it. It's just going to take some time, man. Just keep shooting though. Keep shooting. 
Um, getting a Embiid jersey for my birthday. That's all. I I want another one, Logan. I have a I have an Embiid jersey. It's just a little bit too small for me. I mean, it, it to me it'll it, like it'll look like a like a muscle T-shirt, and I don't really want that. I want I like the looser fit. And I like to stay up with the trends these days. I like the looser fit, so I definitely could use another MB jersey. But that's you need an MB. If you're a Sixers fan, it is a must. It is a must to have a Joel MB jersey in that in that uh collection, man, for sure. Uh Mike, watch Ben Simmons come back for one game and he gets one minute zero points. I listen, Mike, I would love to have I I, I get it, but I still would like to have uh, Ben Simmons back. Having Ben Simmons back would help this team much, much better, man. Um. Okay. The Van Van Nuyen. Uh, that was a great win. Harris actually played well too. <laughs> That's gonna be the reaction from a lot of Sixers fans. Wow, Harris actually had a great game. Yeah, he's he he does have this in him. He definitely does have this in him, and it's definitely very positive uh, just to watch Tobias Harris putting up 31 points. He's playing a lot better as of late. He's definitely playing a lot better, and this is what the Sixers are going to need. Um, if they want to make that run, if they want to make it the, that run in the playoffs, you need a confident Tobias Harris that's not in his head and is playing aggressive basketball. Uh, Kevin Trump, 25. Maxi is everything Simmons should have been. <laughs> uh, listen, I mean, Maxi's definitely not the um, defender that Ben Simmons is. Not many people are the defender Ben Simmons is. Um, but I would like Tyrese Maxi to take a page out of Ben's book how he creates for others. We all killed Ben's offensive game and as he deserved, but the ability that Ben had to create for others was next level. And that's one thing I would love Tyrese Maxey to take away. And I think he, that would get him more acclimated into this offense. It seems man. Uh, JT, what's happening, man? The Sixers look super solid. They have a real shot of the chip. If they can get some sort of value from Ben, yeah, JT, I, I'm I'm sticking to it's gonna take it's gonna take to the offseason, man. If if uh, the Nets are willing to part ways with James Harden right now, then yes. But other than that, I think Ben is going to be here until the offseason. All right, guys. So next up for the Philadelphia 76ers, they will be back in action on Wednesday. We yes, we have a Philly sports double header as the Sixers and the Flyers are in action. It's gonna be a wild one, and we're gonna try to get you both those recaps on Wednesday again. I'm tired of these these double headers. I don't know, know why we keep doing them, but hey, I there's no excuses. I will get that for you. That will be uh, seven o'clock. The Sixers face off against the Wizards right now. The Wizards actually play tomorrow, so we'll have the Wizards in a good spot as the Wizards are going to be playing in a back to back. First up against the Bucks, and then us. Joel Embiid should be back, and it's going to be in Philadelphia. I definitely definitely like that. Uh, currently, right now, they are actually on a. Wow, okay. They're on a five-game losing streak, guys. Believe it or not, the Wizards are on a five-game losing streak. They The last win that they had was on Martin Luther King Jr. Day against those Sixers in D.C. So a little bit of payback going on here. I'm super intrigued to see how they are going to play. I've heard the rumblings out of D.C. that Spencer Dinwiddie is wanted off the island by his own teammates. So that makes things very, very interesting here uh, for the Wizards. I'm going to be very intrigued to watch um, those guys on uh, on Wednesday night. So we'll see. So I'll be back here, guys, on Wednesday. We'll be back. At, we'll be actually be back at it tomorrow night. Uh, the Flyers facing off against the Jets. If you guys are interested, right after the game, come on here. We'll we'll recap that game as well, um, and we'll we'll hopefully the Flyers give us back to back wins. 
Again, the Philadelphia 76ers take care of the Memphis Grizzlies in what was probably the best game of the season, a 122 to 119 victory in overtime. The Sixers are now 32 and 19 and they are rolling rolling. I'm sorry, they are 31 and 19 and they are rolling rolling through uh, their schedule now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please do not forget to hit that like button. That would truly mean the world to me. And subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Join on in this family as we talk Philly sports all the damn time. So make sure you guys join in. And, of course, make sure you guys, uh, if you after this, we'll rebroadcast this into podcast format. And you can find that where every stream podcast from Apple, Google, and Spotify, you can find it under Oi in Philly sports. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly. I'm telling you guys. Trust the process. I went there. Let's go. See you next time, guys. <laughs>